0: Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite chosen movies. I'm Diana. And I'm Brooke. And this is episode 48. Today, we will be discussing Fear the Walking Dead, season five, episode three, entitled Humbug's Gulch, with the theme of discovery. We will also discuss Handmaid's Tale, season three, and Olive
1: Kittredge. Before we dive in, how are you doing today, Brooke? Well, I'm doing really good. Today was a nice day with my children, and we had a really busy weekend. It was Father's Day. Yeah. And I've got a couple fathers in my life my dad and my husband, of course. Yeah. And so my dad actually was in town with my mom and their dog for about a week. And so we just kind of, you know, spent a lot of time together, probably each mm-hmm. day. And I introduced him. Well, our family introduced my mom and dad to Sushi Rito's. Oh, it's a sushi burrito. Yes, yes, yeah,
0: yeah. Have you had one? I haven't had it.
1: Okay, the kids have had it, but okay. um, and they like it. So. Yeah, they totally. My parents just loved it. They did. Yeah. They're okay. still so all over it. And they're yeah. like, oh, because they live in Arizona. So they're like, oh, we're going to have to find and see if they have it in Arizona. I'm like, oh, good luck. The food is
0: so different. We think everybody has the same type of food we have, mm-hmm. you know, and they're so yeah. people come from out of town regarding my work or whatever. And I just love the food here. They're like You oh should my get
1: God, sushi cause... Ritos for your uh, work luncheon one of these times. Oh, because I know you like you yeah. have to set up events and yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. That would be kind of fun. Like, yeah. Who knows? I, mean, else, I don't know. Really yeah. good. So we did that with my dad. Went to the pool at their hotel. And then um, uh, over the weekend, my family, my husband, and the three kids, my older son stayed home with our dog. But uh, us and the little kids, we went to Twain Heart and Pinecrest. I saw
0: beautiful pictures. Yeah,
1: it was so much fun. And I was in the process of making a video, but then my phone updated and then it lost my project even though i knew that that was happening whatever okay technology is sometimes <laughs> just how it is right yeah but i was gonna make a surprise video for a game, you know like a father's day thing yeah. and then um so i have to start over but i have everything It's oh just good then the project awesome. that i started was like oh man yeah you're so good at that oh thank you so i really good. enjoy multimedia yeah so. how about you? i do too yeah <laughs> but I'm not any, I need to learn from you. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, we got to start I love somewhere. It. I love it. Yeah. How about your weekend? What'd you, what'd
0: um, you, you know, it was a regular weekend, but that's okay. I love it. Um, I mean, Father's Day was good. Um, we just went out to lunch, you oh, know, and fun. then I made dinner for mm-hmm. the whole family. So it was, it was, you know, low key, but it was yeah, good. So it's a good way to celebrate Father's Day. Yeah. So we had a really good weekend.
1: Awesome. It was nice. I love that.
0: So yeah, in thinking about this "Fear the Walking Dead" episode oh, and I, its western theme,
1: love it. Would you want to be a good guy or a bad guy in a western? I for sure want to be a good guy. There's no, is I don't. I'm not that old. Western. In a western, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. In a western, because I, I mean, I grew up with western, and I was mm-hmm. always. As a young person, young child, um, into like cops and robbers, and those were all my shows, like Chips and yeah. Dukes of Hazard and uh, the Clint Eastwood, and then just random Western films that I would just be at home watching on Channel 44. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, I always wanted to be the good guy. You did? Yeah. And then when we would play with friends, always the good guy. Yeah. Like, I never really wanted to be the bad guy. So in a Western, yes. You know, and I always wanted to have, like, that quick draw. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that was always me. How about you?
0: Well, I would naturally think, okay, I would want to be the good guy. But I'm thinking, if I'm in a Western, like, if I'm in a movie, I might be fun to be the bad guy
1: I might really like that yeah I don't know I don't know I feel like in some western the bad guys have like really bad teeth and you know they're just dirty forget all
0: that (laughs) throw that all out the window okay you you can be your own good bad guy yeah right or good bad yeah good bad bad guy yeah you can have great teeth
1: yeah you could look that's sexy. True.
0: You could be, you know,
1: faster than anyone else. Would you be a guy or a girl? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't gotten that far I mean, yet. if you are a girl, you'd have character. like your, um, like in your garter belt, you'd have your uh, little gun in there, your little holster.
0: I think that I would dress not super feminine like okay. i'd probably be wearing because i'm sorry okay so you know Ari is my favorite on game of thrones yeah and like you know she's not dressed all frilly like a girl right well i'm not see i hate doing that like a girl i gotta be careful what i say and this and that but you, you know, be careful but, what you say i know but you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> you know i want to yeah. be a good bad guy so i would want to be a girl yeah but i want to dress how, how whatever makes me comfortable she's you know chaps so I'll probably be wearing some pants and, yeah. you know,
1: a coat. shirt.
0: I, I will be wearing black because I do love that color. Oh, I so. always
1: wonder why I'm dressed in <laughs> black. That's why. Yeah. Because it's Diana. Yeah, that's cool. I like it. Yeah. Cool. So, hey, everybody. Let us know what you think. How would you behave in the Western film? Would you be a good guy? Would you be a bad guy? Would you be a good girl? Would you be a bad girl? (laughs) How would you dress? Let us know what you think. (laughs) You can follow us on our Instagram, our Twitter. You can also subscribe to our website and our YouTube channel. So, Diana, you know, this last episode of The Fear of the Walking Dead, I, I was really... I felt really good about it. I mean, we we got some answers, you know, that we've been wondering. We've been hearing yeah. and reading articles about what was going to be happening. And uh-huh. so finally, we're there. What were your thoughts about this episode?
0: I was thrilled with this episode. Ooh. I really loved it. And it is my favorite episode so far. Cool. I love the Western feel and seeing a familiar face. And it started off... You know, with the gang killing off a bunch of walkers, which is interesting because you had mentioned that last episode, Mm -hmm. how they started out with killing all these walkers and using using the special effects and everything. And I noticed that they did it again. And it's just a good way... Because maybe if the whole film doesn't deal with it that much, I mean, the whole film, the whole episode may or may not deal with the walkers, it's good at least to get that in, you know, that there's still that threat there, that they're still there and they're still killing them. And so I thought that that was a good way to start the episode. And I also really enjoyed the storyline between John, June and Dwight. And I am looking forward to new discoveries.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I really enjoyed this episode as well. And I, I really did, you know, I like the different elements that they used in this episode, um, especially the gunslinging Western theme. Mm-hmm. And I can really appreciate the portrayal of trust that they had um, in this episode. Yeah. And it's, it's such a positive feeling. And it's a good touch, as far as you know, I'm concerned, to be reminded that even in an apocalypse, there is that. Trust and positivity, Mm -hmm. that experience that it's such a dark world. I know. And so it's really nice to be reminded that there is hope. And I do like those episodes. And I really thought that they really showcased that. Yeah, I think they did too. Yeah.
0: And so with John and June, they discover a barricade of walkers tied by their guts again. Yeah. And John realizes that the longer it takes to reach Al, Uh
1: the less likely. They might find her. I know. It's been a while. I mean,
0: I I gonna say the, same the thing. heck I'm like, is she? Yeah, I know. I'm like, who has her? What's happening? Which is good because we get to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, the only, uh, I don't know how much I'm missing her, though. That's the only thing that has me a little, you know, like I know she's gone, but mm-hmm. hmm, makes me wonder. But right. um, as they're, you know, here at this barricade, they get shot at. And, yeah. and robbed of their weapons by an unknown culprit. But their luck changes when John realizes they are near a Wild West attraction. This right. reminded me of Frontier Village. Yes. Do you know about Frontier Village? No. all <laughs> oh, yes. We
1: have. <laughs> no. What is we this? We <laughs> used to
0: have back on Monterey Road. Okay. Because uh, that used to be the way you would get to all the freeways. We didn't have oh. all the freeways. But. Oh, so <laughs> in San Jose. Ancient. I'm ancient. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> Anyways, um,
0: there used to be a place called Frontier Village. It was the whole Western theme. It was like a an attraction. Wow. Yeah. And so this is what it was like. You'd walk in. I was really little when, when I last went there. But it was like a Western-themed whole thing. Oh, that is so yeah. cool. Yeah.
1: You know, there's a park down the street from my house that has a mini- western theme park attraction, Uh-huh. and that's Gemma's, like, favorite park, and Aww. that's where she chose to have her birthday party at. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. We're we'll to have to bring you there. Yeah. You can have fun with this. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: um, you know, and I love a good Western, and it was yeah. good to see the tumbleweeds. And they the owe tumbleweeds. I know. I yeah. loved it. And the windmill, mm-hmm. and the saloon, and, and John and June find weapons and ammo. Which is yeah. awesome. Right. Because, you know, John had been there before, right? Isn't that the place that he had been to? Yes. So he knew what was there. I
1: didn't understand that at first. I was like, okay, so I know that he went, he's been there. But maybe I missed something. And then they arrive and I'm like, wow, this place looks old. And I'm checking it out. And then I realized that it was a set. Or like a, a theme park, yes. you're saying. Yeah. So I didn't get that at first. I just thought, wow, this place is cool. Well, he saw the sign that said Humbug's Gulch. Right. But th- to me, that oh, didn't that make didn't sense mean that anything it was like to a me theme either. park. I'm no, like, oh, you're okay. right. Yeah. So um, at first I was thinking, wow, there's places like that that still exist. Like, wow, that is so cool. And then like you're saying that he, um, they found the weapons. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Okay. Which then makes me, now that we're talking about that they had the weapons, why were they actual bullets? <laughs> That's so
0: true. <laughs> Wait, what's what going on? a good on? thought.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, and then we see Morgan, Alicia, and Luciana, they're working together um, through their walkie-talkies while discovering the perimeter of the zombie bowels. Oh, <laughs> There's so many. There is so many. And they are long though, you yeah, know. But still. They are very long. Yeah. Um, anyways, let's not get into that. No, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> you made me start thinking about I know. Uh, Oh wait, hold on. We're not I'm sorry. Trying to stay on track. Um and uh I just feel like first of all, there there has to be it's a mystery, right? It's still a mystery, like, who's doing this? Yes. But then it makes me think of Negan, Negan, and, like, how many hundreds of people were working with Negan. hmm So I'm thinking the same thing, like, okay, there has to be, like, this huge group doing this because they're like hanging heads in trees and I know. they're stringing guts on billboards like you know not everyone can just <laughs> do like that, do that I know so, yeah. I'm super questioning this motive here mm-hmm. and who's behind it all um, and then Alicia as she's driving you know, she's talking into the walkie mm-hmm. and um, she finally finds Max and he responds to her and he's like, she's asking them, where are you? And, you know, he's just saying that he cannot tell her where they are because he, they're listening. I'm like, oh, great. Here they are again. These kids and their secrets. Like, just yeah, sorry, I know. Happening. So he just says to her, um, you know, something about the fireworks factory or something so Mm -hmm. she kind of knows where they are and then she heads out and then we cut to another scene so yeah
0: well I thought this I thought that kid was being pretty smart because I was thinking why does Alicia keep talking into that walkie-talkie she's Mm -hmm. giving away information that's so I did like that they said oh don't say where we are this show
1: has had a lot of that secrecy in the walkie like they focus on that where um, it's. I feel like it's a little bit different with Rick and everybody else. You yeah. Know, when they would talk in the walkies, I don't feel like it was as of a concern. No. Oh, they're listening because. Yeah. They never really emphasize that as much as they do in fear. Yeah. Fear. They're all like even with when Madison was it. there, like it was yeah. always like oh they're listening. You know. Uh-huh. So. Um. Back to John and June. What have you? Well. I really love their conversations. And while
0: they discover more about their past. So John shares with June that he was an exhibitionist shooter. Mm -hmm. And he's loading his weapon and he's trying to convince her to get to the car before the storm hits. Because it's windy out there. Super windy. And she's like, no, no, I don't, you know, let's not chance it. But he's all, no,
1: let's just go. They don't even have goggles on. I you know. you been to Pismo when it's super windy no. in the sand? Oh, my gosh. You need ski goggles. It's like your eyes. Oh, God, with sand and everything. Mm, yeah. It's bad.
0: Well, and that's why they have the whole um, bandana thing yeah. around
1: their noses. And Honestly, I, I think know. I'd have like a towel over my face. I but know. I know.
0: Right? I would know where I'm going. <laughs> I know. Exactly. So they're out there, and they get shot at again. I know. And, um, and so then finally, of course, John, being the excellent shooter that he is, he hits the shooter, and then he goes to chase after him. And But at the same time, this noise of gunshots has drawn walkers right. to all of them, which is scary, yeah. you know, because you got all these walkers right back practically on you. And um, so he turns to shoot them, and as he turns around, there's a gun pointed in his face.
1: Which I really like that scene. Uh, it was a really great shootout. I mean, they're having to dodge and hide. Yes. And then he was strategic, and he moved the mirror on the car. So yes. That, you know, so see, I, it's like
0: a real Western. Well, except for there's no mirror in a car, but still. Right, but still, like,
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I could appreciate the theme and the scenery and the visibility. Yeah. Being very difficult to see. And uh-huh. just like you said, and the excellence of his skill it's Mm -hmm. it's that was really an exciting episode and then him trying to protect june at the same time i know
0: Uh uh-huh because they're separated
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and she goes this way and he goes that way yeah and then guess who it is who is it it's dwight Ah. oh my god he's yelling where is she i was so surprised to see him I don't know why, but I was. I didn't realize this crossover was happening in this episode. Mm-hmm. But I was really excited to see him. I was surprised to see him in this episode. You were, yeah. too. Okay. I thought it was just me. I'm like, what? Was yeah. I not paying attention? So even though he was a bad guy on The Walking Dead, he is slowly turning toward the light. And I really felt he was redeeming himself. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. So...
0: You know, and then Dwight is yelling at John, "Answer me!" Then he gets knocked out by June, which was finally. I, goodness, I know goodness. he but, was like, but yeah. I loved it because John says, "Thanks, Junebug,"
1: <laughs> and I love it. They are my
0: favorite couple, right Aww. after Glenn and Maggie, of course. Oh yeah,
1: but they are so they're so so sweet. Yeah, and they just. They work so well together. They do. I'm so glad that they found each other. Like, they're destined, Mm -hmm. right? I love that. So back to Alicia, Morgan, and Luciana. You know, we see them... We see Luciana and Alicia driving. um, And Morgan's like... Or, you know, Alicia tells Morgan, I know where they are. I'm going to get them. Morgan says, you know... Okay, and he's still back where he's supposed to be. But then as Alicia and Lucian are driving, they run over um like a trap. I know. With spikes yeah. on a piece of wood, and they pop the tires of their car, crash the car, get out the car, tell Morgan that they've crashed, and then Morgan's like, stay where you are, I'm coming. I really thought that that was... Um, just some like really emotional connection that he has with Alicia I really am starting yeah. to feel that he's like becoming maybe not a father figure but definitely a protector mm-hmm. and he doesn't want her to feel that in like in the last episode episode 2 where um you know he told her that she doesn't have to just be a killer right you know, I think he really just wants to help balance her out yes. so that she could find her place and where she and hopefully she doesn't get lost to the point where he was before. Yeah. So I think he's really focusing on her, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. And I think um that she will uh you know, that will be valuable to her. And yeah. I and I could see that it's already helping. Yeah. How about you?
0: Well, I was just thinking and I don't remember the specifics, but I was thinking about that conversation that Luciana and um, Alicia had in the car about the risk involved and about taking the risk and that she was glad that she got on that they got on the plane oh right
1: yeah so and Luciana is still wounded yeah and uh, Alicia confirms with Luciana like we're going to get those kids Luciana you know she just she didn't even think twice yeah she was like okay
0: <laughs> well because i think that's why because she's like you know we got on this plane and yeah. we're, we're gonna get it done
1: yeah gonna help people like, we're what, gonna do it what would life be if we didn't do all these things yes. what where were we, like what's yeah. the point in life basically mm-hmm. if we don't go put ourselves out there
0: mm-hmm.
1: gabe i'm talking to you right now you have to take <laughs> risks in life <laughs> listen
0: this is your conscience talking to you <laughs>
1: So speaking of conversations, um, back to June and uh, John, right?
0: Yeah. So I love that John and June are willing to give Dwight the benefit of the doubt and work with him. Yeah, that was really good. They seem to be fulfilling their mission with helping others, Mm -hmm. which is the whole group's mission. Right. And Dwight doesn't feel worthy of their help, saying that he would have killed them to find his wife. Mm Mm-hmm. And John Dory is so darn endearing. He talks about doing things for people you love, and that he shot a man's finger off t- to find June. But then he explains himself and says that the guy was a disagreeable asshole, which
1: uh-huh. I thought was so funny. Yeah.
0: And um, but he tells Dwight he's not holding anything against him, and he just wants them to work together and to get out of there and to hopefully help Dwight find his wife, so which meaningful. is so yeah. It's very um, selfless, and
1: I know I was really what you hope for. Yes, I, honestly, I was like, they are going the extra mile to help Dwight. I mean, I'm like watching this like they have to find out. Like they have their own people, but yeah. they're like, no, we need, we're gonna help you. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, I would love to run into people like them.
0: Yeah, it feels you honest know? too. Like yeah. I don't feel like it's something pushed. Like oh. Here, we got to help. Them. No, I feel it from them. I feel like they, especially John. Right. I think June, too, but John mostly. Uh, well, until June talks to him. But they all decide they're going to get out together, right? So they get out on the rooftop. But then Dwight is being, for some reason, which is out of character, so selfless and fearless. And he just jumps off that roof to distract the walkers so that they can get away Mm -hmm. and so that he can get to the car to see if there's any more clues about his wife. Right. And he gets there and he looks through the compartment. Glove compartment. Glove compartment. Uh Sorry. And looking through and he can't find anything. And he's just so upset and so distraught. And, you know, he believes his wife is gone. And then he starts to cry.
1: Right. Because like all this time for a year, he's been looking for her And she had been leaving clues up until um, this vehicle. Mm -hmm. And so he thought that she would have left a clue in that vehicle. Yeah. Because he thought that that was her car. Yeah. That she was driving. Mm -hmm. And so because he didn't see anything in there, um, yeah, he's freaking out. You know, he thinks she's dead.
0: Oh, my gosh. And then they keep showing the gun, you know, and he's got these tears coming down his face.
1: Oh, gosh, I, I was ready for something. But then again, it's, you know, we need Dwight right now. So.
0: I know. And I am amazed by Dwight's journey mm-hmm. and with the actor, Austin Emilio's performance. He, I just think he's doing a, he's just adding so much to Fear the Walking Dead.
1: I love that his name is Austin Emilio.
0: I know. That is a cool name. Mm-hmm. And then through June's conversation with him, he discovers a reason to live. Mm-hmm.
1: And, And, you know, he's, like, explaining to them that he's done things, too, right? Mm -hmm. And so I just feel that June and John are giving him the benefit of that doubt because we've all done things that we're not proud of. Yeah. And so that's how we change this world. Right. You know, we have to, you know, he's here for a reason.
0: I also think that they're responding to how he is behaving, too. I know. With Putting himself on the line for them too, showing them what type of person Give and he take. is.
1: Yes, at this point. And he's desperate, yeah, to finding his love, and they found each other. Yeah. So, yeah. so, and then um,
0: I really like that John tells Dwight that his cop ways have led him to discover that the VIN number doesn't match the registration, so this is not the car that Sherry would have written her clue in, giving him Good eye.
1: hope good eye you know um that she's out there yeah I really like that because like I'll send you some of my writing and um you'll find things that I don't see and I always <laughs> feel that it's great to have a copyright <laughs> you know you need that in life so it's good that John discovered that yeah and so you know now Dwight Knows that he's there's hope is still there
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he should not give up. And June and John will help him through this, it seems. Yeah, so now they have two people to find. Mm hmm, Al, Ally, yeah, Al. I always call her Ally, I don't know why. Yeah. Al and Sherry, mm-hmm. it seems. So we'll see. I loved Dwight. I mean, I know. Mm. Yeah. And we
0: hated him previously, you know? Yeah. I didn't toward the end of The Walking Dead, but I did earlier on. Because he was a bad guy. He hurt Daryl and
1: and he shot... um, Yeah, but when we first met Dwight, he didn't have that burn on his face. Yeah. And then he got the burn on his face. And then, you know, so I kind of went in and out. I mean, I was like, oh, what a jerk. You know, he stole the bike. Mm -hmm. But like, hey... You know, survival, right? Yeah. Like, we've been I know. down this I know. conversation before on what would you do, would you share, what yeah. would, you know, uh-huh. and all this, like, this, this world will make you crazy. Yeah. So, um, you know, now that we're back at Humbug's Gulch, everyone is back together, Morgan ends up reuniting with Dwight after all this time, which has probably been a year, I guess. I know. Because Dwight had said that he's been looking for Sherry for a year. So now we know the timeline from when Morgan's been out there and Dwight, because they left around the same time, right? Because Daryl kicked Dwight out and then Morgan just left.
0: I can't remember the exact time when Morgan left.
1: Morgan left pretty much after Negan and everything. Like, it just, the world wasn't for him anymore. The same episode that Dwight... Oh, it was. Um, I
0: can't remember
1: for sure if it
0: what the timing was when they both left, but yeah, it's
1: probably about okay. give or take a year. Okay, and so I was like, "How is this going to go down?" I was I was so unsure. I know it was yeah. so anticipated, Ooh, like, right? Yeah. yeah, and and honestly, like when I saw Morgan's face looking at Dwight, I thought of Glenn, Abraham, you know, and um, Denise. Like I thought of everybody and all the mm-hmm. th- terrible things that Dwight. Um, yeah. was involved in uh-huh. and you know morgan just tells everyone hey we know each other we're from the same place like super casual you know they're still surprised yeah um and then dwight he tries to explain his actions um to morgan when he was with negan mm-hmm. but then morgan is so cool and he just rejects that and ensures him that everyone here is you know they de- they deserve a fresh start I know. And I was like, oh my gosh, Morgan, you've gone some so far. Yeah. I was thinking Morgan's
0: mind was blown when he saw him. I, it was so interesting to hear, hear Morgan say that they are all starting over. Yeah. And I was trying to recall, you know, when the last time that we had seen them, and I had read that when Morgan left, he was in his kill all the saviors mode. So...
1: Morgan was in the killstreak. Yeah, situation. that's what I had read. I don't recall that, but that's what I had read. He just took off. He walked yeah. away with his stick. I mean, right before he left. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to go back and watch those. I guess so. <laughs> I don't remember that either. Yeah. But, oh, we've gone so far. So, as they're trying to figure out who is making the roadblocks, uh, you know, Dwight, he's aware of the biggest one of them all and it's hidden in the woods the roadblock and so um, then Alicia hears Max on the walkie and they tell her that they're going back to where they took them before and that's the truck stop so on their way there they discover the kids van all bloodied up Uh, and find Dylan whimpering in the truck covered in blood Mm -hmm. I was like oh my gosh I mean, I could barely even see that that was Dylan. I'm like squinting my eyes. Who is that? Yeah. But then I realized, okay, so that's Dylan. And then it appears, you know, at the end of the show, it appears that Max and Annie are putting up those roadblocks, which are the, the intestines. Um, and it seems like a trap. I mean, those two are conspiring something. And so I guess yeah. now we know who it is. And then Annie thinks Dylan might crack, you know, by um, disclosing what they're up to. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Max says he won't. He'll stick to this script. So they had this all planned out, which is crazy. I know. And I'm like, what script? What's her plan? And I just, I guess we'll have to wait and see. <sighs> and I'm like,
0: WTF? I was liking these kids. Mm. While we don't really know the background, and I'm not sure if there is something sinister or if they just want the adults gone, I find it interesting that they have survived this long. Yeah, and have been so resourceful. Right. And I can't believe they keep using these Walker intestines for everything. Right. I mean, it wasn't. Did I not see it circling the van? like were they really that long it looked like it was like almost like tying the van with walker
1: guts oh yeah it was i
0: don't know but and then why are they wearing those catcher's
1: style masks is it to prevent bites yeah or, i guess I, I was wondering because um it, they were so up close to them yeah. i mean they had to literally hold them down and tie them up, up. but yeah. what was interesting was max seemed more scared than annie so it looks like annie is a little bit more of the lizzie oh my god <laughs> that i don't know scary. if they're gonna yeah. have to kill any kids in yeah. fear yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it seems for now that they're just trying to get rid of them you know i mean as far as like just get them off their trail so i don't know i think it's how they survived right they're like oh let's do this to scare them off just to get them off i guess i'm not entirely one way or the other yet i don't think that they're totally bad um if i'd seen them do something super horrible then maybe i'd think that but i i don't know i'm on the fence with them and they
1: We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. What other things did you notice in this episode?
0: Well, I love that uh, Coleman Domingo directed this episode. And he did such an amazing job. I mean, the windstorm in Humbug Gulch. I'm having a hard time saying that. Humbug Gulch was great. And I laughed out loud when the walker was walking forward and then he was carried back a couple of steps because the wind was really hard and then he starts walking forward again i mean it made me laugh out loud and i loved it and i love the music i mean there's just a few strums of guitar and the cowboy whistle it was perfect effect yeah just giving this that old west feel yes and then Dwight's burn looks even worse to me now I know, than it, it was, did.
1: It was hard to look at. I'm like,
0: like what, what the was... hell is going on? Yeah, it's like, oh, my gosh. It grew.
1: It expanded or something. <laughs> it's just bigger, like Freddy Krueger style. Yeah.
0: And um, when Dwight yells, walkers! John looks at him and says, what did you call them? Yeah, And, you know, for us knowing the crossover, we're like, he, that's what Morgan calls them. Maybe right. Probably. I didn't realize that they didn't call them walkers. I don't even know what they call them. But I, I just found that interesting. He's all the dead. <laughs> yeah. And I love the moment when June kisses John after he says he also needed to hear what she said to Dwight. Because it was just important for him to hear that from her.
1: Oh, I know. I, I love, love a little that love moment. in there. <laughs> I love it. What did you notice? Well okay i believe dominic and i saw greg nicotero as a walker oh, probably yeah i could he tell does that because his eyes uh-huh um the way his eyes are deep set into his you know and so like his prosthetics it still resembles him uh-huh. and it was a close-up so watch it again i think you're gonna notice it and uh, we've seen him in costume before yeah and it was the episode where glenn was trapped underneath that dumpster. Oh, okay. That's the other one that okay. he was in that I noticed. I don't know if he was yeah. in another one, but maybe. I heard he's in them. I don't know that I've ever picked him out in them. Okay, so, so now you know which yeah. ones to look for. But uh-huh. um, And then, okay, the opening graphics, it was exactly oh. the theme of this episode. Except uh-huh. I... Th- um so so the graphics had like the wind traveling and I liked the way that they they graphically did the wind it was like a wave pattern. Okay. Um so if you're any if you're, if you're a graphic designer out there you know what I'm talking about this like wave pattern. Uh-huh. It's very interesting um and I think it's well suited and it just I'm drawn to that. I, yeah. mean, I was looking at logos and Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So that was really cool. Um I was going to say something else but I, it Left my mind. It has left the building. <laughs> so, Diana, why do you love this show? I love this show because they add
0: elements like the Western world, the dust storms, the radiation, and it's all very exciting. And I also appreciate the hope and the love that these characters hold for each other.
1: Right. Yeah, I- I'm with you. I I definitely love the show for the evolution. And, you know, with mm-hmm. all the details that you described, but also, um, you know, we were leading up to this point in introducing um, Daniel Salazar mm-hmm. and Dwight. But see, they, they do a good job with the writing because I was focused on Al, uh, the children, and yeah. then all of a sudden, boom, there's yeah. Dwight, uh-huh. you know, this masked man, where I thought that that shooter was going to be the gut slinger yeah, like i right. you know yeah, so i'm exactly. like fooled yeah. all the time uh-huh. and i really like that and um i like how the characters are adapting and forming the bond with each other because i would hope that if that ever happened to me if i were on my own that i could eventually have a family that i can trust yeah again you right know? like yeah. let's just say i'm You know, that happened. And I just, I like that they're able to tell that story. Yeah, I Um, agree. So I appreciate it Mm -hmm. a lot. So um, who would your award go to if it's your favorite quote, character, or moment? My award would go to
0: June. Oh, yay. I haven't seen her smile so much as I did in this episode. So loving. She experienced both big and small joys. She smiled when she saw the clothes when they walked into that, um, you know, the whole Western world. Mm -hmm. She smiled when she wondered about the shows that John was involved in. Mm -hmm. And and when she brings up that An Antonio split, she talks Dwight out of suicide while being vulnerable and sharing her own insecurities and doubts. And she even smiles when Morgan and Dwayne unite. Who's Dwayne? I mean... (laughs) she even smiles when morgan and <laughs> dwight reunite.
1: Yes. That was nice. But you know what? You did bring up a good observation. I totally forgot about the axe. And Dwight yeah. was shot on his arm and then he and then John's like, "Hold the axe straight, yes! blade towards me." And then it's, like, his arm's killing him, but he holds it up. I know. And then he had one bullet left, and there's two walkers behind Dwight, a.k.a. Twain. Mm-hmm. And then he shoots just in the middle of that blade, like, hello. That's like a, line, a pencil, like a just a straight line. How do you shoot? I know. Right in that line. <laughs> and then the bullet splits and gets both of the walkers and yeah desks. i'm like man you <laughs> have love skill it. so my my award would go to dwight i really am so excited i, I, I agree yeah i'm so happy that dwight is back in I this am world too. And in in our show mm-hmm. and he brought you know so much to the table and i just you know he left the walking dead when daryl tells him you know go find her he and so that's where we left off and he's still looking for his wife Mm -hmm. he goes back to that house where they lived she leaves him a letter or a a sign and then he's still a year later yeah looking for her and now we get to see him again i'm wondering if we're going to see sherry again I know. like where Mm. is she where has she why hasn't she stayed in one place it's only been a year so well no for her it's been years well more than however long right yeah so i'm i'm interested to see their journey and if they reunite like june and john did i hope it's not sad yeah but i'm very excited to see dwight um uh acting Yeah. In our show, Mm -hmm. because he has come far and he was forgiven. I mean, you know, like he survived where, you know, well, Negan survived too, I guess. So it is a whole new world. Yeah. And I'm just really happy. So I I give it to Dwight. I do too. I I get that. (laughs) Great. So Diana, is there anything else that you're watching? I doubt that you are, but... (laughs) (laughs) I know,
0: there's so much to catch up on. Um, I am watching The Handmaid's Tale season three. Cool. There's been, I think, a couple of episodes, and I've only been able to watch the first one. But I just want to tell everybody to watch the show. And I won't give too much away. Um, But it is on Hulu, and it is based on Margaret Atwood's novel of the same name. And it is a dystopian future movie about a totalitarian society called Gilead, formerly USA, where women are treated as property because of environmental disasters and very low birth rate. And Offred, a.k.a. June, her real name, uh, is the protagonist, and she is deemed fertile and is forced to sexual servitude to a family in order to bear their children. In her previous life, she was married and had a child. And in the very first episode of the se- of, you know, Season 1, Episode 1, she believed her husband was shot and her daughter was taken. Oh. So throughout the seasons, her goal is to survive and to reunite with them. Okay. And to leave this place and head to Canada. A refuge.
1: Oh, this is a refuge. Yeah. Oh my Gosh.
0: So yeah, it's just all United States that's messed up. Oh. <laughs> and so um, Alfred has seen death, torture to her fellow handmaids. Uh, she was reunited shortly with her daughter and she did become pregnant and give birth to another child oh she did yeah so season three episode one opens to what happens to that baby and her decision to not only save that baby but her daughter which causes separation and a new family placement for her oh great and sounds um, confusing yeah it's a really good show
1: oh my gosh i
0: recommend it one of these days (laughs) <laughs> I know. You're only behind two seasons. So. Got to get with it. Yeah. So what are you currently watching?
1: Well, so last week I was talking to you about uh, a miniseries on HBO, and it's called Olive Kittredge. Mm-hmm. And it's based off a book by Elizabeth Strout uh, with the setting in Maine. Okay. And it stars Frances McDormand, and she her name is Olive. Um, and her husband is <gasps> Richard Jenkins. I
0: love Richard Jenkins. Yeah, and
1: his name is Henry. Okay. And it's a four-part series, and each part represents different times of their life. Oh, yeah. I like that. I do too. It kind of helps moving it along mm-hmm. in a nice um, manner. So it starts out as, and these are spoil. Like I, you know, I hope that you end up watching it, but I do want to tell um, about the show. And so these, you know, a a bit of a spoiler. Okay. A little bit. I tried to hold back. But, um, you know, it starts out as Olive being a mother to her teenage son. And she's married to um, Henry. And she's a teacher at a high school and she teaches math. And um, she, well, I suspected that she was having an affair with another teacher. Okay. I know. Yeah. Yeah. and then Henry her husband he's the town pharmacist and he's just a lovely lovely man he's mm-hmm. so sweet and he ends up seem, you know he ends up hiring a an employee and he has great chemistry with her and he treats her like a baby honestly <laughs> to the extent of his wife olive and their son calling this Um, employee a little mouse and he just hates it when they call her that. Mm. So um, Olive's lover has an unexpected event and she has no choice but to fuel her emotions with deep sorrow. So that was really hard to see. Um, And as time goes on, you know, her husband remains as sweet as can be. And Olive kind of gets colder as time goes on, which affects the relationship Mm. that she has with her son. So basically, the last part, she befriends Jack, and Jack is played by Bill Murray. And we see- By Bill Murray? Yeah. Oh my gosh, okay. Yeah. And we see her finally getting comfortable in her skin that she always wore so tight, you know. And Uh I recommend this show. To anyone who, you know, just loves Frances McDormand. Yeah. I mean, she's an amazing actress. And also, if you love shows that have the small town quirky scenario, which is a tad bit spice. Yeah. So. Oh, that
0: sounds great. Yeah. Okay, so that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something that we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. We need your feedback.
1: We will be uploading two new episodes Tuesday, July 2nd. The next show will be on Fear the Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 4, and Big Little Lies, Season 2, Episode 3. You can find our website listed in our show notes. See you next time. Bye. Bye!